I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. sources. Behind-the-scenes experience in Washington and around Around the the world. world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the extended version of Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson. Great to be with you on a Friday today. Getaway Friday. We'll be with you all the way till 3 o'clock when we'll pass the baton off to the great one, Jeff Kaplan. He'll get you home safe. He'll get you home smart. He'll get you ready for your weekend uh, with all kinds of news, traffic, weather, updates on breaking news, and uh, talking about what else is going on in the world today. So stay with us here on KSL News Radio. Uh, coming back, uh, after the break, we, uh, you know, we had a great conversation right off the bat today with, uh, Brad Rock, one of the great sports writers of all time here in the state of Utah, 41 years. He's uh, been putting pen to paper and fingers to keyboard, uh, to tell the stories of Utah sports. It was fun to hear him reminisce, uh, about Tom Nasalki, first coach of the jazz when they made the move from New Orleans to Salt Lake city. Uh, and Brad had actually had, uh, lunch with him just a couple of weeks ago so very recently uh, but to hear him reminisce uh, on uh, a great and very colorful coach and character uh, a winner in many ways I think he while his winning percentages weren't great uh, here with the with the jazz uh, he laid the foundation that made it so the team could really stick Uh, got the base going always available to the media and uh, Tom Nasalki passed away today, a uh, great coach, uh, first coach of the Utah Jazz since they moved to Utah. So uh, if you missed that uh, part of our program today, you can go to the KSL News Radio app and uh, download the podcast there, uh, or you can get it on KSL.com. Go to the podcast page and uh, give a good listen there. If you're, if you're a sports fan at all, uh, you know Brad Rock or as, uh, as Hot Rod Hun- Huntley, and uh, another great uh, legend of jazz lore, uh, called him uh, the Rock Monster. And uh, he always had a special place uh, for all of us that love sports here in the state of Utah. And he's stepping away after 41 years. So he's got one more assignment, though. As you would you would guess, Brad's going to cover the BYU-Utah game next week, uh, and it will be epic, his final column. So stay tuned for that. All right. Uh, so I want to get a quick update uh, internationally, what's happening there. Uh, we know that China has uh, imposed additional tariffs uh, on the United States. The president has uh, reacted on that uh, with, as you would expect. Uh, he's come out. He's tweeted. Uh, we were told earlier, and our sources were saying that he was going to make something more formal in terms of a statement, but it wasn't uh, clear whether that would be through a spokesperson, whether that would be in writing, uh, whether it would be another tweet, or if he would actually come out and uh, talk with the media. So we're continuing to monitor that. So stay tuned to KSL throughout the afternoon. I'm sure the president will make some sort of of comment. Also, again, important to uh, to note the Dow's reaction to the uh, additional uh, Chinese tariffs. The Dow is down 534 points at the moment. Uh, as Todd Fuchs rightly said, it is an ugly cry on Wall Street today. 
so uh, we'll continue to monitor that closely. In fact, I want to get a little bit of sound here from uh, from the president, his reaction uh, to uh, the tariffs. And uh, let's uh, pick that up from ABC. President Trump on Twitter said he'll respond this afternoon to the latest round of tariffs by China. The president offered no details of what he'll say or do. China's official news agency said Friday that China would impose tariffs on $75 billion in U.S. goods in two rounds, September 1st and December 15th. President Trump had announced this summer a 10 percent tariff on $300 billion of Chinese goods that would go into effect September 1st. But increases on some of those goods were postponed to December 15th. Karen Travers, ABC News. The White House. That's uh, Karen Travers from ABC, uh, our <clears throat> associates there. We appreciate their insight and reporting always from the White House, and we'll continue to monitor that as we go through the afternoon. Uh, we talked earlier about uh, what's happening in Hong Kong, and again, this is such a, uh, a challenge there. Again, it's, we are into Saturday in Hong Kong, and most of these uh, protests in the streets uh, and at the airport have occurred over the weekends. So it's typically been a Saturday, Sunday. We're, we're well into Saturday uh, in Hong Kong. So we'll see uh, how many people show up today uh, and how they do that. And uh, some really interesting things. I have uh, one little bit of sound just in terms of these, uh, again, these protesters, uh, millions that are going to the streets, but doing it peacefully, uh, which is really interesting. Uh, just a little bit of sound there. All right. So they're. Uh, they're still out there uh, chanting, fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. Uh, and again, this continues to escalate. And I, I think it's important as we watch this play out, again, what role should the United States play? And what will the United States play? Is, is this is this really going to be a protract, protracted battle? Uh, is it going to uh, kind of ebb and flow a little bit? Uh with the fact that the protesters are just doing this on the weekends, does that give the Chinese government enough of an exhale to to feel that it's not going to totally disrupt markets? Uh, will it create too much uncertainty for businesses to continue to invest in Hong Kong and to do business in Hong Kong? Uh, what does that all mean? And again, this all stemmed, remember, going back, uh, the genesis of this was, uh, was a law that was going to be introduced that would allow uh, people – who have to be extradited, Hong Kong citizens extradited to mainland China uh, to go through the Chinese uh, judicial system, uh, which is very murky, very opaque. Uh, and the same would be true for foreigners who ended up in uh, some sort of legal situation that they could be uh, moved over to mainland Hong Kong and go through the system over there. So that was really the genesis. They've been doing this. Uh, this is the 12th week in a row. Uh, there was the middle of the week protest there for a little bit uh, that uh, shut down the Hong Kong airport, uh, which was an interesting move. Again, really it disrupted the business community. Uh, and that's where things get interesting. The Chinese uh, army continues to do drills uh, just across the border. And so we'll, again, keep our eye on that. But my question for everybody is what is the role of the United States? Do, does the United States stand with the protesters? Does the United States stand on the sidelines on this one? Uh, what's the what's the right thing and how do we go about that? Uh, do we really uh, stand with those that are trying to get more freedom? And again, all the economic interest involved in that as well. So there's a, a lot of ground to cover uh, in that one. And uh, and then the president is, is uh, heading to the G7 
there's all kinds of interesting uh, underpinnings to that. Um, in fact, let's do a, a quick uh, sound hit in terms of the agenda for President uh, rolling into the G7. The president comes uh, ready to address a full agenda here, the economy, and of course, tackling things like Iran and North Korea. But the president has also signaled that he's not afraid to go his own way. Some critics have, have called the G7 the G6 plus one or the G7 minus one because of President Trump's affinity to break with the group, especially on things like climate change. All right. So again, the uh, the X factor going into the G7 will be President Trump. And uh, that's another one we're going to continue to keep a close eye on rolling into the weekend here. Uh, what happens there? He has made overtures that uh, Russia should be allowed back in. It should return to the G8. I'm not sure that's the feeling of the uh, the other six in the current group. Uh, but that, those will all be conversations that we'll watch and follow over the weekend. All right. We're going to step aside. When we come back, we're going to talk about my favorite syndrome. The imposter syndrome. Jennifer Seltzer will join us to talk about what that is, what that means, and how to get rid of it if possible. This is Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. 